Hey, this is Matt Penridge. I'm Andy Reid. And this is Fumbling Around. All right, we're back live in the Fells Bar Studios. It's been a bit. It has been. We've been busy. We have been busy. You got Alexander Hamilton fully loaded. I do. Going up all across the state. Yes. Just got back from Grand Rapids. Yeah. Yeah. Sold out show. Mm -hmm. This guy couldn't get in. Andy is pointing at himself. He Mm -hmm. could not get in. I could not do anything about it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I wish I had more powerful friends. I'll say. Andy, <laughs> also, you're in mid-rehearsal for a show that's coming up in mid-April, right? Yeah. We're do- we're we're putting up a, sh- a show that we'd put up before called Riot Girl. Yeah. And it was awesome. I yeah. saw it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. I haven't complimented your show yet, but I have seen it, and I did thoroughly enjoy it. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Andy. It's always good to start a podcast off. With yeah, compliments. We should do that. That's your, that's our, our newest segment. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. Affirmations. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Andy, we haven't done one in a while, so you know what we need to stick? We need to uh, stick our faces in. Right into it. Yeah, we need we to get into it. just got to motorboat this Red Wing <laughs> yeah. situation. Yep. So, as you all know, because you're all fans of the podcast. Of course. We're doing Red Wings Playoff Watch Honestly, 2017. I don't know why you would be listening to this episode if you... Ha- aren't already a fan i mean maybe right. it's the first one you come across that's you a possibility so? every episode there's the chance that the first one the first one yeah yeah all right everyone well, somebody's first. if we have a new friend today i say hello yeah if you're, if you're listening to this like and you want to listen to other ones go back because usually we'll have like a um crazy special guest on yeah in the second half of the episodes that are not topical and they're just funny and you should listen to yeah. those but we're not teasing a uh, no. segment today because we don't have one of we those. We do not have one of those. Uh, but Red Wings Playoff Watch 2017. It's the last year of the Joe. 25 seasons in a row the Detroit Red Wings have started or made the playoffs starting with the 1990-1991 season. The last time we checked in, Andy, they were 24, 26, and 10. And they were 15th place in the Eastern Conference. Oof. Eight points out of the playoffs this time. They are 29, 32, and 11. Uh, Still in 15th place, but they lost ground. They're 12 points out of the Three games below 500, even. Andy, do you know what that means? It's no bueno. Uh, Well, yeah. It's starting to look like, for sure, 12 points out of the playoffs this deep into the season. You know, I was just thinking about this today because I saw a billboard for Green Day at the Joe. Okay. And it popped into my head like how sad it would be if that was the last thing that was ever at the <laughs> Joe Louis Arena. <laughs> yeah. And what's do they have like an official like last or is it gonna stand is, are they not tearing it down? No, I, I don't know that they already have the plan in place to tear it down, but I I don't see how why they would keep it. There's actually I think that is already the plan. It's going to be tear, torn down. I just don't think what is going to be there is in place. Yeah. It might just be like a riverside park. I think I've seen that. Hmm. Um, which would make sense. Um, although then again, that's a lot of Riverside area, but I feel yeah. like that's what a lot is. That would be ideal. If you're going to tear down something, you're going to spend all this tax yeah. dollars money on building a new stadium, like put up another, put up a park there, make it even nicer to be King downtown. Lot. Put up, a, that's that song. What? They paved paradise and put up a parking, parking lot. lot. Right. Um, yeah. Cause they like, they have Hart Plaza there, but that's like just pavement. Right. So, yeah, something yeah. like that would be awesome. I hope yeah. that's the way they go because there is enough. They're going to be building So it's that. not going to be hockey. What would your ideal last event at the Joe be? 
at the don't show. Don't say Green Day. Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock. Except, that's a joke. Man, mm, not a sports I, That honestly. Ooh, you know what? Oh, my God. That if they. Ugh, it oh, That might be if they like try to go out on a bang. Right, right, like bring Kid Rock back home. That's he's he's opening the new stadium. Oh, let's not get into it. Let's see. Ideally, and it has to be possible. Living that, like living or dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would you can't be say awesome. Prince. Yeah, not Prince. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be a concert, like monster trucks. If it's a concert, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of something that like makes sense for like. Like that would connect old Detroit to new Detroit. Like I was gonna say, mm. the White Stripes. That's probably my favorite band from Detroit that I can think of right now. Mm. Um, but it would probably make sense more like, oh, you know, what would be awesome. More like a wa- Last Waltz type of situation. The band. I don't know Last familiar. Waltz. The band, you know, Bob Dylan's. Oh band, yeah, the, the band. band. There's a DVD out there. It's a Martin Scorsese doc. It's the Last Waltz. It oh, was their last I, okay. Concert yeah. together. Yeah. Back in the day, and they had all of these. Every time, like basically every song would be another like famous musician would come out. So like maybe it's that type of situation. So then where... you get Kid Rock and you get Eminem and right. you get uh, Jack White and you yeah. get uh, Seekers. Is he? Yeah. What Bob Seeger. What if it's the Silver Bullet Band? Yeah. And then with Bob Seeger out there. And, oh, and wait. Actually, all these Detroit that's who people. it needs to be. It's Bob Seeger <laughs> with the Silver Bullet Band. And then, yeah, you get this last waltz situation. All right. That and it ends with uh, like Barry Sanders singing the Lion Song or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> we're down the floor. We're down the Actually, field. for real, Andy, we need to pitch this to somebody because this right. is actually an amazing idea. Bob Seger, you heard it here bullet first, band. folks. Yeah, do not let the last thing at the Joe be Green Day this right. summer. No, I I think... I was just driving down seventy five and I saw that on one of like the changing billboards and it just made me sad for a second. Like the Joe's going away and this. Something like this is going to be the last thing anybody right. ever sees at this building. I think that unless this changed, I think I was at the last concert in Kobo Arena, mm. uh, which I think was the Beastie Boys concert. That's not a bad and, one. And yeah, and I believe Kiss got angry because they <laughs> had played before that, and they were under the impression that they were going to be the last <laughs> I band. Think that, oh, that I sounds think like that's a thing. Something I'm they not even going to look it up. About. Let's just say it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, there was like a Rolling Stones article about them and how petty they are about bullshit, and it that sounds like something that they would get really worked up about. You you would have to spend zero time to convince me, but yeah, I remember that being a thing. I I, I honestly think that's a thing, and I'm just gonna say it's a fact. It's a hundred percent fact that Kiss was pissed. Yeah, they had they brought out all the big guns. They spent thousands on confetti. To yeah. close with Detroit Rock City, and they were going to close out Cobo Hall for everybody. They're like, "Good night, Detroit, and goodbye, Cobo." Yeah, for sure. And, and the Beastie Boys came. This is bullshit. Gene Simmons is pissed. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, a last waltz situation. Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, and then. Or maybe it should be something Motown, but man, anybody who's came up through Motown is well, no, Bob Seger would be no, he'd be younger than them. The Motown would be like, I feel like they'd be. They're still, they're still like people around. They're still around, and they would be part of this. Yeah. But I feel like they're 
Like, it's do they have a band? See. Well, like I, I have seen the Beach Boys in concert, and I think maybe one of them was a real Beach Boy. Like those old right, bands are really. Right. It's kind of sad. Like uh, I think, yeah, the Beach Boys came to Muskegon uh, Summer Celebration a few years ago, and I went with my grandparents and my parents. Right, and. It was a little sad to watch these old people that have no actual connection to any of the music singing right. <laughs> to a bunch of other old people. Man, I do think, though, we're on a tangent, but yeah. in terms of Detroit bands, the closest thing we'd have to a band that the whole city is kind of behind, I, I feel like, is Bob Seger or some of the Motown groups. Yeah. 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 Unless you count ICP. I, don't, I do not. How about the Belleville Three? What is that? You know who no, else They just is? invented techno. Oh, Whatever. I guess. I mean, they mean, invented a whole style of music. It's like, who cares, right? For sure. Who cares? I, I don't barely <laughs> consider techno music, Andy. People don't. The city of Detroit doesn't embrace tech, its techno roots right. enough. I'm putting it out there you know right what's now. Weird is that I hear it. I hear it. It's, it's, it is a fact. And every time I hear it, I'm like, I don't think that's true. It is true. I well, know it's true. The problem Germans is, say it's true. And yeah, they, that's the, that's what happened is these dudes like invented it here and then nobody cared. And then people over there, uh, made it popular and it cycled back here through New York from right. Europe to New York to here. But it's also so, like, it's pretty much because I, I just, it's not good. <laughs> no, just kidding. I know you like it. Just ramping you, Andy. Hot take. I like dance music. But you know who else is from Detroit, though? Hmm. A Grand Funk. Mm. They're a really good band. All right. They might be the best band from Detroit besides Bob Seger. I, I think it seems like a lot of people will shit on Bob Seger, but also a lot of people love them. I'm in the camp of the latter. I love Bob Seger. It's not that I have listened to a ton of Bob Seger. I saw him live once at the Palace like four or five years ago. I haven't been. I would go. Yeah. He still has a voice. The voice of an angel. Got it. It's crazy. I don't know what a vibe. I might be doing a little more Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Feel like a rock. Like a rolling stone. I have a rock. Why'd you paint my rock blue? I just like this rock. <laughs> this is a guy that loves rocks. Uh, more like a musical. Oklahoma <laughs> is a place to be. Farm living is... A, that's Bob Seger. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... Who's Bob? There's Bob Seger and who's the other national guy who I... Bruce! Bruce. You know what? I'd rather listen to Bob Ooh, Seger. How, oh, see, you heard it here for her That's first. Right. That's Bob Seger right. is better than Bruce. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'd go out on. I don't know if I'd definitively. Matt one hundred percent for sure. One hundred percent. You know what? I've seen Bob Seger. He goes to Pistons games. I'm in his camp. Boom. But I'll tell you what. Let's get Bruce Springsteen to close the show. <laughs> I hear he puts out a three and a half hour set. (laughs) Yeah, how great would that be? (laughs) Um, But yeah, Pistons, or I mean the Red Wings, they're not going to make the playoffs. Now especially, like, I was going to say it's starting to look like they won't, but now there's 70 games in. Like, they're not making the playoffs. Even if they win all, like, I mean, I don't know. If they go 12-0 and from here, probably that's not going to happen. Maybe not even then. Oh, well. What a bummer. Um, <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm a little under the weather. 
Yeah, it's all I right. I caught it. I caught the bug. Hey, the madness. I'm probably gonna get it now. The March Madness. Oh, <laughs> segue. <laughs> Matt, this is the most fun I've had in March since 2013. Yeah, yeah, and that's because. The University of Michigan is almost in died. The sweet sixteen. Oh, that that too. And because they almost died, now they're the best team almost in the country. Died. They Andy. almost died. Almost. How many died. times? How many times have you had to go into a controlled crash on right. an airplane? How high up? The, were they off they the ground? They didn't get off the ground, but that doesn't. Matter. I feel like I was gonna say. I feel like I could jump higher than that plane was <laughs> off the ground. I don't think the wheels ever officially left the ground. But but still, well, this is a thirty for thirty in the making. Plane down, banner up. Oh my god! The <laughs> did you think of that? Yeah, I did. Oh my god! I tweeted it when they won the Big Ten title. Wow! Plane yeah. down, banner up. That's right? the way we like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys don't know, remember, we we all remember back remember a little while what? ago. That horrible windstorm that knocked out everybody's power. Oh, yeah. That was like last week. Yeah. Well, the guys in blue tried to fly out of uh, uh, Detroit in that little little windstorm. Yeah. Didn't make it. Did not make it. They had to go into a controlled slide. They went as four football fields sliding on the belly of the plane. The whole team. So the landing gear was up? It like, and they like, yeah. Like broke. Yeah. And they like slid, and everybody was fine. Derek Walton had to get stitches in his thigh. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. But then that night, so that happened on Wednesday. They're playing Thursday at noon. And they took a team vote. Guys, nobody's going to think any less of you if you don't want to get on a plane again. That's fine. We'll forfeit the tournament. We'll still probably make the NCAAs. It's fine. They took a vote. Derek Walton said, no, I'm scared. I don't want to go. He's the team leader. The rest of the guys said, yeah. So Derek Walton's like, I guess I better get on this plane because I got to be with my guys. And he did. And then they beat Illinois. And they beat Purdue. They beat Minnesota. And they fucking beat Wisconsin to win the Big Ten Championship. Matt, holy shit, what a run. Yeah. You don't care. <laughs> I I'm do so care. excited. I know. This is this is what makes sports great. Shit like this. It's so cool. It is awesome. They cause a month ago, they might not have even made the tournament. Like this was a team that co- had clearly pieces and they were like talented individuals on the team that for whatever reason it had not clicked at all. And they were just they were a team that should have been a sweet sixteen team that never put it together. And then they get in an almost plane crash, and now they're playing like one of the best teams in the country. So they win the Big Ten, and now they beat Oklahoma State, and they beat Louisville, who beat them in the national championship game in 2013, Matt. And now they're in the Sweet 16. Four more wins. Four more wins, and we get a banner. Hey. Well, two more wins. Just make the Final Four, and you get a banner. That's true. But we, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. You know, that's the weird thing about college sports, or just, we've talked about it before, but just the idea of, like, making it to the Sweet 16 is huge. Yeah. I think winning a tournament game is huge. Northwestern yeah. just went to the tournament for the first time in their history. <gasps> yeah. And other teams are like, oh, just failure winning the first round. Like, even State, I feel like even 
Michigan loses next week, making it to the Sweet 16 is huge. Yeah. There's only 16 teams left. Yeah. Nobody ever gives credit to anybody. Yeah. Out of like 350. Yeah. So. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Also, you know what else I noticed watching? uh, I caught the tail end of the Louisville game and Michigan looked stylish. It made me think like. Is this team, and maybe it's happening in college basketball, but are they reversing the trend? Yeah, a little bit. DJ Wilson with the short shorts? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's other people doing it. It seemed like it was the first time I noticed a whole, like, um, the majority of the team, I was like, oh, they're all going short shorts. Yeah. Okay. They have, like, the really tight jerseys. Yeah, because that German guy is is, is Wagner. Mavitz. Moritz. Is he German? Wagner. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, You should hear him talk. He has like. That's another thing. One of our best players is a goddamn immigrant in Trump's America. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> but um, he was wearing like knee brace kind of things, mm-hmm. and if he didn't have those on, I swear his shorts are like right, right at the yeah the balls. Yeah. And DJ Wilson's got that cool like really thick mohawk yeah. thing going. Yeah. Um, they're really fun to watch right now because they finally figured it out a little bit that they. Are, they can be a completely amorphous team. Uh, they beat Oklahoma State by hitting 16 threes. And then they were cold from three against Louisville, and they were working the paint a little more. And, like, DJ Wilson had 26 in one of the Big Ten championship games, and uh, Walton can go off at any time. It's They can really play offense however they need to to win a game. It's really cool to watch. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fun. Good luck. I, when do they play? Thursday? They no, play Friday. Th- they play Oregon Thursday? on Thursday. Um, what are you thinking about that game? I was hoping that Rhode Island was going to finish out their little comeback. But uh, or I, but um, Oregon is a team that they lost one of their best players in the Pac-12 championship tournament to an ACL. Um, but they are still playing well without him. So, I mean, they've they have been... Uh, they look like they were a one seed for a, most of the year, so they're definitely a talented team. Okay. Um, but I think Louisville, just pure talent-wise, was probably the best team in the Midwest, so I don't see why not. I like Rick Pitino getting beat, too. Mm, me, too. I just don't like the way he looks. Yeah. Put a little... Mm. And... He had a big old problem with Chauncey Billups. I think I'm remembering that correctly. I he don't. was he was the pit, the Boston's coach. Chauncey got drafted by Boston. He was their coach. And I feel like he didn't put up a fight to keep him. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't think there's any friction. But you know what? Know. Still, f but, him. Also, we coached Boston. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Go pee yourself. Honestly, anything. The entire state of Kentucky for basketball. Ugh. Like, I, as a fan, when I go to games, I enjoy a little shit talk. Yeah. I don't know how Just a what you do, but when you, I... You do the shit talk? I, I, I will dish it out, and I'll take it. I like a little repartee of finding an opposing fan and have a little fun banter, shit talky banter. I tried that with a Kentucky fan. We uh, played them in the 2014 Elite Eight. And they won heartbreakingly, whatever. But uh, I tried to have a little shit-talky banter with a Kentucky fan and quickly learned that that's not how they operate. All right. Yeah. Uh, Many uh, epithets were thrown. 
considering uh, somebody's uh, sexual preferences. Uh, okay. And uh, classy fight uh, uh, threats of uh, physical violence were hur- uh, hurled my way. Did you start it? I was. I just. I can't even remember what I said, but it was something. It was benign. It was just like, you know, fun bullshit. And he was like, "You come back here and fucking tell you like that, that kind right. of shit." Yeah. So I didn't do that with any other other Kentucky fans. Yeah. See, I just don't. I hate all of that. I hate <laughs> not all of like what you did, yeah. but I the idea that that can happen means that I, I'm not going to yell at anybody. I don't care enough. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get into a fight over this at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I backed away and I was like, okay, I I, yeah. I misjudged the room. My bad. That um, one's on me. Yeah, because even like Ohio State fans, when you go down there, you can have fun banter with them. But these like Kentucky fans were too serious about right. it. They, were, they have like an SEC mentality and they are – I think they're a little pissed that they don't, they aren't good at what the SEC is good at, so they're just like, "Fuck you, we're Kentucky." They are good at basketball. They are good at basketball. Oh man, I had I had something else. I was do you of. do you get do you get mad in the month of March? No, or angry in April? The only theme April in- anger. April in the D? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do I get mad in April in the D? What kind you know, of question is that? It's my, it's my favorite month of the year. April in the D. April in the D. April in the D. I know. I mean, I know you're not like a big college guy, but you don't follow the tournament. I follow it a little. Um, and if I had more time, when I had more time, I would follow it yeah. pretty closely and watch a lot of the games because it's very interesting. In state, if um, like I have a really vested interest in Tom Izzo, mm-hmm. so state, um, like if they're doing well, I will watch that. In Grand Haven, nice. Yeah, he's from the U. Sometimes, sometimes uh, if you're in the Grand Haven Meyer uh, at around three thirty in the morning in the summer. You might run into him because that's when he does his grocery shopping, so he doesn't cause a havoc. That makes Little sense. Little tip if you're ever vacationing in Grand Haven. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> get in and get out. <laughs> um, But so, yeah, I get it, though. I mean, like, I, I we used to be, yeah, I don't know. I used to enjoy it as a thing. It's fun. It's unique. It's weird. The first two days are so much fun because it gives you an excuse to, like, have your laptop and phone with games on at work, and you're like, "Oh, it's it's March, man!" Right. I, I um, it's a fun thing to be a part of, especially with like Twitter. Um, but it wasn't until Beeline started making the tournament that I realized how fucking intense the tournament can be. It's like when you have a vested interest in it, it is tense. Yeah, it's all or nothing. Yeah, all. Yeah, or. That Louisville not game, a- not this one, the championship game one, I couldn't make it to Atlanta. Um, so I watched in Ann Arbor, and the school opened up Chrysler, and there was probably like 10,000 people in a basketball arena where nothing was happening, just watching on the Jumbotron. It was so much fun Yeah. until like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That was still a block. That was not a foul. I don't even remember the play. <laughs> But um, even bigger, though, I feel like it's forgotten that they made it 
they they went to the championship. Oh, it's amazing. It's it's like considering what that program has been, what that I mean that's why I never got I never knew how tense the tournament was was cuz they didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. They made it in 98 cuz they somehow won the Big 10 t- uh, tournament that year. Um but between like the outskirts of the Fab 5 to the Beeline years nothing. And I don't know what he's been able to do to that program is unbelievable. And the fact that people wanted to fire him earlier this year is right. <laughs> crazy to me. Well, yeah. No, that is crazy. And mm-hmm. making the Sweet 16 this year, but it's all, like, I don't know. I I don't know what they've done every year since he's been there or anything like that. It, I would say, like, um, off it the was top like of my head, it first year, nothing. Second year, I think it was first year, nothing. Second year was decent. And then third year, they made the tournament with Manny Harris. And then, uh, and then... They had like Stu Douglas and Zach Novak. They had, they had like a, a team that Northwestern would have uh, talent wise, and they won the Big Ten in 2012. And then everything came together in 2013, where Trey Burke ended up being the best point guard in the country, and Glenn Robinson was like a six four nothing when they recruited him and became a five star athlete. Right, and Tim Hardaway was amazing. Is 2013 the year they went to the finals? Yeah. So what about 14 and 15? And uh, f- well, so 13 they went to the finals. 14 they went back to the Elite Eight. And then the year after that they didn't make the tournament. And then I thought they didn't make it last year either, I don't think. See, that's what I feel like. That's what's or, weird is yeah. like they didn't get the traction you'd think from making a finals. Yeah. Like you'd feel like you make a finals. Yeah. You're U of M and you make a final. You'd think that. Yeah. I mean, there was a there were kids that uh it like recruiting wise struck out on or you know lost at the last second and things didn't quite come together but i don't know this team's fun to watch right now yeah yeah um what do you say we are uh, going to america's 14th favorite segment <laughs> yeah it's uh, been a while since we got to watch some of this it has been just to set it up if this is your first time listening to the pod what we've been doing watching 15 minutes of the mighty ducks the original just yeah. the mighty duck <laughs> the singular D1. nobody called it d1 no that would be bold if it was d1 the yeah. mighty ducks right off the like, bat yeah. part one <laughs> yeah. uh so we've been watching the mighty ducks 15 minutes at a time and then dissecting the crap out of it yeah. talking about it for more than 15 minutes oh, at yeah. a time uh we've been doing that and we just watched um the pretty, fifth installment. Pretty powerful segment of this movie. One hour to one hour and 15, roughly. Yeah. I mean, it's not exact science. Yeah. But it's close. Um, last time we left off, because it's been a while, last time we left off, Charlie, Coach Bombay, sitting in the diner, and Charlie's like, uh, dude, fuck my you mom? should bang my Yeah. <laughs> dude, do you want to fuck my mom? He says it real quiet, too. Like, you, like want to fuck my mom? Yeah, yeah. Charlie, he's a nine-year-old kid. He pours some whiskey into his coffee. And you're like, so you want to fuck my mom? <laughs> Listen, uh, pretty cool coach, but like, how you feel about like fucking my mom? Yeah. <coughs> hey, uh, coach, will you pass me that uh, piece of pie? You want to fuck my mom? 
It's like I'm having that. trouble with this uh, this math homework. So maybe you could come over after dinner and like help do that, and then like fuck my mom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, coach, what do you think about this math problem? And uh, one plus, <laughs> you want to fuck my mom? He's just that's what it's just <laughs> written. He's just actually we're just joking. What actually happened is he's just holding up a piece of paper that says, "Do you want to fuck my mom?" <laughs> it's just quiet. But anyway, so that's happening. Yeah. Um. From there. From there, it cuts to maybe the best joke of all time. <laughs> it cuts to a teacher like teaching a class, and he's talking about elements. He's got or, a little. Yeah. He's got a little statue of um, uh, of water, right? The molecules of water. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah yeah an element and then he just goes he goes what are the what are the red ball now is, what are the blue balls yeah the red balls oxygen and yeah. what are these two blue balls yeah and, and all the, the kids, kids lose their shit it was great um, which is also another one of those things where these have happened a couple these happen a lot in this movie and I don't know the name of them but it's those jokes where you cut to a new scene and you're in the middle of the sentence <laughs> the of and a it's joke. a punchline yeah. like that like. I, is there the red like, wings? Now what are the blue balls? <laughs> is there a movie like term for that? I don't know. They do it great. This was with the the limo driver earlier. When whatever they like new scene started, he was just like, and then he was like, yeah. I don't know what to do with this suitcase. <laughs> yeah, dumb and dumber, and then he just cuts to. So I said, wrecked him, damn near killed him. Uh, I feel like it's like a cut to punchline. Yeah. <laughs> um that's what from now on I hard hit it. cut to punchline cut to punchline cut to punchline and that's then what we'll call it the cut to punchline right after um the guy's like so this is water and do you know what makes up 98 percent of your body he asks a kid and yeah. he goes um pizza yep. <laughs> classic bird Dude, so good that was pete. so good did you ever watch pete and pete no man i didn't have cable at the time mm. that is a show that i i need to find it it has oh. to at least be on youtube i need to I watch think there's it. clips it was i, I think How it still is that not out yeah it's what i think it still holds up i would imagine yeah. that's something i really want to see that and like hey dude because i've seen a couple of episodes but i die pizza <laughs> pizza pizza so um, the principal comes in. At that point, the kids start fighting because they're like, "How oh, is the game, yeah. Charlie?" Because that's the other thing. Right at the last time we saw, all the kids quit because they thought Coach is a, you know, he likes the other eater. team and all that bullshit. He was a hawk when he grew yeah. up. He's a cake eater. Except for Charlie and Fulton, he told, yeah. they decide to play. So then we're back at the classroom. And they're like, conveniently, every kid on the hockey team is in this, <laughs> class, in this class, except for Fulton, which he's must sporty. be like remedial science yeah. is what they're <laughs> Fulton's yeah. at the community college. Yeah. All these kids are in grade One school. One of them's in a Jim Brown hat for yeah. no reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like they get into a fight and they're like, yeah, coach is fucking your mom or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then Charlie's no, like, you, no, no they're not, he's not yet, but I want him to. He's like, uh, your teacher's pet, you're his favorite. Or he's your mom's favorite. Yeah. Oh, and then they start pushing yet. each other. One guy pushes a girl, yeah, but she pushes first. Yeah, um, these are girls that play hockey, though. It's true. They're like, they want to be part of the team, right? So they're pushing. They're pushing. Principal comes in and she's like, "Hey, you what do you fucking have to assholes?" Say? Yes, and then she's, she's like, "What do you have to say for yourself?" And what do they have to say for themselves? Quack, quack. quack. Quack, 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 quack,
You should probably fuck my fuck mom. my mom. Does anybody want to fuck? Does anybody here want to fuck? Yeah, that's principle. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. That's really what's <laughs> happening want... the entire time. Yeah, because um, even when uh, in the diner scene, when he's like, "Yeah, she dates, but they're all kind of jerks. Some of them are nice to her, but they skedaddle when they meet me." Yeah, and he's like, "Like," <laughs> and Bombay's like, "Don't put that on yourself, Charlie." He's like, "I know. It's just not fair for my mob because like." She needs to get fucked. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's, I mean, she hasn't been, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> so, anyways, so then here's, this is where they cut to um, the law offices. Because yeah. Bombay has decided that he's not going to coach the team anymore. Yeah. That's, we, he's going yeah, in there to tell Ducksworth that he's done coaching, right? I think he's going in to start his job back up or yeah. something. So he goes in there. And this is, this whole plot line I do not like. I do not like that. He's got. I do not like that it's Coach Bombay who's getting banks on the team. Yeah. I wish this was completely forced on the Ducks yeah. and they had no choice. You wouldn't have had that conflict with the team versus coach without the bank situation. But see, like, I don't, I just don't like the fact that Coach Bombay is doing this. Like, yeah, I know that yeah. banks, if you don't remember, they read. According to the districts, Banks, the best player for the Hawks. the Hawks, should be playing for the Ducks based on where he lives. And Coach Bombay brought that up to the league, and now he has to be on there. Now Banks and the coach of the Hawks, Banks' dad, the coach of the Hawks, Mr. Ducksworth, they're all there because Mr. Ducksworth yeah. and Banks' dad go way back, and they're yeah. like, they're you, all should, like you hear about this yeah. God, my kid's mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the part I don't like that they're like, and they're trying to convince Bombay to be like, hey man, just the league is Back like, off. they're totally cool. He's going to play, then they're going to redistrict all this. He's never going to blah, 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 blah. But you have to agree to it. And he's just like, no way. No way. No way. Fair. F- no fucking way. <laughs> fucking way. No fucking way. He says it like Batman. No fucking way. And then he takes, then he puts his sunglasses on and bolts. But I really hate that it's Bombay's yeah. decision to like go after them to get so Banks on the team. I is, hate that whole plot line. He is so set in making sure that this little semantic rule is followed to a T that he is willing to lose his job at the most important law firm in Minneapolis yeah. to make sure that it is done correctly. Because yeah, that's the exchange. I'll be Mr. Ducksworth. Uh, he brings him aside. He's like, hey, hey, did you fuck Charlie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he says. Yes. He's like, yeah, I did. Hey, uh, I haven't yet, but I'm playing. Oh, nice. Cool. Me too. Uh, but uh, hey, are you are you really willing to lose your job over some kids, a team? Are you really willing to fire me over some kids, a team? Collect your things, Bombay. All right. I will. Thank you very much, Mr. Ducksworth. Good job, Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 quack Mr. Ducksworth. Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Yeah. And then Mr. Ducksworth has to say, Gordon, stop quacking. <laughs> stop quacking. <laughs> so now they've set it up. The kids do it to the principal. The coach does it. Gordon, yeah. you stop quacking. So it's great. So he leaves. I still just wish they would have forced Banks on the Ducks. Yeah. That would have been so easy to do. You yeah. did not have to make it. And I know this is dumb, Yeah. but I just hate that. Just... There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. We don't need this scene. It seems like a it's the it's like the 
Gordon that wanted them to take a dive right to win games. The other thing, exactly, and the other thing I don't like is that they turn Mister Ducksworth into a heel. Like yeah. he was super kind, dude. Yeah, he was. That was weird. Yeah, I like the first was, ten minutes of the movie, he was just like, "Gordon, your life is not on track. Right. We need to get to me- you. We need to make sure that you understand the important super things." Super concerned in life. Uh, yeah. about everything, and now he fires him <laughs> over. Like I don't, and also like Bombay's probably making that dude some money. Oh, he is a sure. good lawyer. Yeah. He's like Jim Carrey and yeah. liar, liar good. Winning all those cases, this dude Bombay is probably lost. worth two million dollars. Ducksworth, because yeah. Bomb. So that whole idea, I hated all of that, and it didn't need to happen. But anyways, so then we cut to Bombay. He's at the school. He's got a list of players' names, and he's like, hey, I need to find each and every one of these individual students. It's like 20 kids. Yeah, in straight a up to the principal. elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> and the principal's just like, room 223. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're all in room. Yeah. All of them? Yeah, she says like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're all in 223. Yeah, all of them? Well, apparently, I mean, they were all in class together. Right. So it's, I guess it's not that weird that they would all be in one. Except for Fulton. He's in grad school. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He's teaching a community college class right now. (laughs) For sure. And he's checking out retirement homes. (laughs) Uh, They go into, uh, Gordon finds them, and they're all writing and saying out loud, which I don't know if that's, I've never had to write on the board in school. Right. But I don't know if you have to say out loud the thing you're writing, <laughs> but they all are doing it. And it's, I will not quack at the principal. Yeah. Which I also, what I, I, I absolutely love that scene. not quack. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. Just cut to that. It's so great. Him walking in. I love that. What? Um, have you ever seen a room with that much Bill uh, uh, Blackboard um, space in it? No, that was a lot that of real was estate. A really cool school. That was there was like fifteen kids and they all had ample room yeah. to write this sentence. Like out. no, oh, you know one thing I did notice. <laughs> did you notice on the top of the the blackboard, which is something that was at least in a few of the classrooms I was in, was a portrait of all the presidents. Oh, yeah. And at I the thought end about of that. Now I thought about that. Donald Trump. Yeah. Now we're not going to get into politics, but, but or from those, the like, tone mats that you would have with all of them. Oh all yeah, the pictures yeah, yeah. On them. yeah Right, little, yeah. a little Clementine right at the end of it now. Yeah. Ugh. No bueno. But yeah, so yeah, they're in there. Yeah. They're writing. Team's like, whatever. Let's do it. Let's rock it. He's like, you want to be on a team? They're like, yeah, we want to be on a team. Yeah. And one guy's like, I don't know. We'll probably have to practice. Too cool. yeah. yeah. What if the other kid's like, I like talking like that. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe if we practice. Oh, look. The, yeah, the Cuban kid. Like Like a Stallone. Batman Ricky Ricardo. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, maybe if we practice. Wow. He's very sexy. That one guy, he was smoking. <laughs> yeah. He just got done banging Charlie's mom. <laughs> I'll have to ask Charlie's mom if I can. I don't know. <laughs> It's just his cigarette's like eight inches long. <laughs> I don't know. So they all agree to come back. Yeah. With Bombay. And it, yeah. it's on. It's so on. And then they... Um, they said they're going to reserve a spot for Banks if he chooses. His choice is now because Bombay threw down the gauntlet. Banks' choices are be a duck 
don't play at all. Yeah. And they got one final game to make, regular season game. Yeah. To make the playoffs. Yeah. They, they have to they win. Gotta win. They got to win. They got to win. They got to win. And so they're all in the locker room. They're all getting dressed, having a good time. Boom, boom, boom. That one kid's smoking a cigarette again. <laughs> making Fulton's, everybody smell his fingers. Yeah. This is uh, Charlie's mom. Uh, this is Charlie's mom. Fulton's uh, doing his taxes. <laughs> Fulton's trying to get his grandkids out of the locker yeah, room. Come on, kids out of here. His accountant's there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, and then Banks walks in, and then Coach walks in behind him, and uh, the one guy's going to try to, like, welcome him, and then the one Charlie's dude, like, on behalf of all the Ducks, yeah. I just, and he gets shoved <laughs> out of the way. On behalf of all the Ducks, I, I'd like you to meet my mom. <laughs> My mom, but uh, like he's being so. Uh, Charlie's such a pushover because he's set yeah. up as like the leader of the team. That's how I remember. Yeah, him. me too. And he then isn't that moment. He's like, I just wanted to say for all the ducks. And yeah. the other kids like, fuck you, cake eater. Right. That's the weirdest part of <laughs> this Mighty Ducks experience. Is just like. Wait, Charlie sucks. Charlie's kind of a bitch. I always remembered him being like awesome at hockey. Yeah. Not that great. No, he's done anything special yeah. yet. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just a pushover. Just trying crying. to pawn his mom off on yeah. everybody. That Some yeah. weird kind of pimp. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that kid, like, he taps the ash off his cigarette. And then he puts it out on Banks's forehead. Yeah. And calls you him will cake never eater. be a duck. Or yeah. he's like, <laughs> yes. he's like, being a duck doesn't just mean you put on a jersey. Yeah. And he steps past him. You gotta shit an egg out your you ass. Gotta shit an egg out your ass. Yeah. You gotta like, fly south put, for the winter. Yeah. Putting a jersey on doesn't make you a duck. Which is so funny if you yeah. just take it literally. Like, well, none of you are ducks. None of you sprouting feathers. Like, come on. <laughs> You have oily skin to help you swim or something. Like, you're not ducks. None of you are ducks. Gah. Um, so, yeah. So, they go out. And they didn't want to sh- They didn't want to pass Banks the puck. Mm-mm. But they finally do. And he scores. And Boom. that one dude still is, he like, everybody huddles up. Everybody's yeah. cheering except that love, one dude. Like, they were all hate Banks. Yeah, he scores a goal, and boom. everybody but him is all oh, like all of a boom. sudden, boom. So I guess we found the like putting on a jersey doesn't make you a duck. Right, shitting out an egg doesn't make you a duck, but scoring, scoring a goal goals. that makes you a right. duck. So he scores. They cut to the crowd. People are cheering. Cut to Charlie's mom. She flashes the crowd. <laughs> Top up. Top up. <laughs> she has Bombay painted across yeah. her chest. Yeah, a tattoo of Popeye <laughs> above one. Olive oil above the other. <laughs> I don't know. She uh, just is so lonely. Yeah, she just wants. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, come on, fella. Will somebody lay well, this just. woman? <laughs> She's giving it away. Yeah. Um, so cut back to, um, yeah, so they score. I don't think it tied it at one, 
one to one. Oh, right, 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 right. And then like little time jump, and there's now 16 seconds left. 16 seconds left. Yeah. And they pull the goalie because the tie doesn't do shit. Nope. They got to win to make the playoffs. And uh, Bombay's like Fulton, (coughs) get out there. Put down your put down your taxes. (laughs) Put down your tax return. Strap on your knee brace. Fulton, get that walker out of the bench. <laughs> Fulton, put down that Reader's Digest. <laughs> what is that, AARP magazine? <laughs> put down your TV guide. <laughs> Which at the time probably wouldn't actually be something an old person would have. People just yeah. used TV guides in yeah. 1992. Oh. So yeah, time. so they're like he's like Statue of Liberty, which is the play where he fakes a shot because yeah. he can fucking show. Fulton can shoot. That's the thing. He can shoot hard, hard, not accurate. One out of five. One out of five. One out of five. This is one out of one. One out of one. You, we need it right now. Yeah. So from like I'd say a good mile out. Wait, did you write? <laughs> so he's all nervous in the box during the timeout. Do you do you write down what that weird oh, kid God, told yes. him? So he like Fulton is like. So he's nervous. He doesn't want all that pressure because he's only got one shot in it. I wrote down the first part, which which was soft hands. (laughs) Oh, shit. What was this? Soft hands. That was the part that, oh, man. I don't know. Soft hands something. Soft hands. It's like a mantra, like soft soft hands. hands. Concentrate. Yeah, something like that. And then they show, because there's two kids on the team that date, a guy and a girl. And the guy looks at the girl, and I write up that soft hands concentrate. Just. Wink. <laughs> gross. Nine years old or something. Soft hands. Focus and concentrate. Yeah. yeah. Wink. Yeah. Gross. What? Yeah. Because was that the soft hands part? It was like Sting and his weird sex stuff. Oh. Yeah. Gross. Or he has like gross. a three day long gross. orgasm. Oh, right. His tantra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His sex tantrums. His sex tantrum. <laughs> Sounds like Charlie's sex. mom needs a little yeah. bit of a sex tantrum. I don't want to finish. I don't <laughs> Finish. That's a sex I, tantrum. Yeah. Tantrum sex. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I want. No. I I'm no. Not I don't want my finger there. No, I'm, <laughs> not I'm not gonna. Tantrum gonna. sex. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. So they finally Fulton takes a shot from fucking the crowd. Basically, I know, like three quarters court. Yeah, in it, people duck out of the way, and then it literally. Rips through the net. <laughs> Burns a hole yes. through the net. <laughs> Which is, is so funny. I would love like Neil deGrasse Tyson to calculate how fast oh the puck God, would yes. need to be moving to burn the hole in the net. In a, in a hockey net. like Those things are not only <laughs> made to yeah. withstand one, yeah. but they're made to withstand a punishment. Yeah. Like In that, the net was like bright white. It yeah. was brand new. <laughs> There's no way. Nobody's <laughs> ever done that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you could stretch out if you get a net that's loose. Maybe you'd stretch out one of the holes and just right, <laughs> maybe sneak it through. But burning a hole in it, come on, be going like four hundred miles an hour. Or something. And, but all the kids still had time to jump out of the yeah. way. Yeah, the, <gasps> that's also I too, love that li- like, the point of view it's shot POV yeah. of the puck, and it's like five other uh, opponents. Like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So they win the game. Cuts to the newspaper. <laughs> the hockey news? No, nah, it's not the hockey news. It's uh, Amer- like American hockey or some yeah, shit something like that. Like that. Um, it, it didn't show the um 
It didn't show the masthead, but it did show the tagline today where it said whatever the paper is. And then it said the number one hockey paper in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> paper of record. Yeah. And all the news covering def- all of the hockey in the world. They choose to find a peewee hockey team in Minnesota that yeah. just barely made right. the playoffs to put on the front page of their paper. All the, what is the Ducks New York Times slogan? News, all the news, all the news that's print? fit to print. The Gray Lady. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's its little nickname. I kind of like it. The Gray Lady. The NYT. Yeah. If I could write for anything, that's where I'd write for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. It's the NYT. I know. I know. I have a friend that works there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, actually, no. He works for Monday Morning Quarterback now. My... My first journalism professor at Wayne State was a New York Times transplant. Um, he worked for the New York Times, I think in more of an admin capacity somehow. But there's a guy back then who was doing this huge community journalism project at the Detroit News mm-hmm. who had been out in the New York Times writing and he came back to the Detroit News and was doing that. This was a while ago and got this guy. This guy just was like, this sounds really awesome. I want to be a part of it and came in and was teaching a class at Wayne State. He was, I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. he was awesome. I liked him a lot. It was a fun class. Anyways, what were we talking about? Yes, Ducks make the playoffs. Ducks make the playoffs. Cut to... So they be, they have a better record than the one team because the other one is had to forfeit the season because of mumps. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if yeah. there's 12 teams, they are number 10. Yeah. And they just made it. Just made it. <laughs> and there's no buys. So I'm assuming I'm assuming there's eight teams. Eight teams. Or 16. Yeah. 10-team league. Maybe 18 teams and 16 teams yeah. make the playoffs, it's but probably not. Probably 10-team team league. league. The one teams. is out because of the yeah. mumps. <laughs> they they have one, one game more than the yeah. other team. And here um, we are. Here we are. And so, and here we are at a Minnesota North Stars game. Yeah. Takes you back, huh? Yeah. Sure does. What was that? <laughs> Mike that supposed to be my Minnesota accent? <laughs> sure but, does. So, through his but, connections, Bombay gets him, he gets the kids to meet the North Stars. Yeah. They go to their practice, and Mike Badano, a North Star, is like, he's like chumming around with Bombay, and he's like, this guy, he was tops in uh, Pee Wee. He was yeah. the best player. Just, uh, hey, if you ever want a tryout, uh, you know where to find me. I can get you on the uh, the minor league team there, right? right? Which is just <laughs> insane. Like, that's why this guy like, was I'm awesome as a six year old. So why not play professional hockey? Right. And I was so convinced that there was a flashback <laughs> at some point where he played in college. Like, how, why didn't they make him. Awesome. Yeah. And just yeah. like injury. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Is that, was that. I feel like we never talked about that, but man, I feel like that was what happened. Yeah. Well, the, am I the, crazy? Didn't the Hawks coach tell him uh, Banks doesn't have nearly Bombay's talent, but he has the passion, right? So he there's some it. backstory. Yeah. But I feel like well, either way, yeah. though. Also, and then each single, every single player for the Minnesota Wild, walk, like as they walk by the team, they're like, oh, hey, what's up, Charlie? Hey. Oh, hey, Charlie. Oh, hey, what's up, Charlie? What's your mom? Hey, hey, give this to your mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell your uh, mom, blah, blah, yeah, she'll yeah, know what it means. But yeah, so they take him to a North Star game. They get to go out on the ice and skate around, be crazy. And then they're watching the game. And then that's when it goes. Boom timer goes off 
I don't know what happens next. <laughs> nope. Neither does our audience. We'll all find out together. We will. We will. And man, I'll tell you what, we're at 51 minutes. Woo! 52 minutes, really. Wow. All right. Um, it's about to be 52 minutes if anybody's watching this and being a dick and like, well, it's not quite yeah. 52 minutes. I have my timer on it. Yeah. 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 And maybe I'm going to cut out a whole segment. <laughs> I don't know yet. No, I'm not actually going to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's our, we're up to our one hour and 15 minutes right. deep in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. We're going to call it a night. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And if there is a new listener, contact us. Yeah. Listen to if, what do you think. You know, that's one thing I never did was, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set up fumbling around at gmail.com. Ooh. I'll put it. I'll put it in the, if I actually do this, you'll see it in the iTunes or whatever right. description right. that I actually set this up, <laughs> but I should do that. Set up an email. Maybe we'll get some questions. Yeah. yeah. And if not, we'll have our friends send us some questions. <laughs> <laughs> it could right. be anything. Yeah. Personal. If you want to know more about me and Matt. Right. Or... Definitely our, check the description because I think with Squarespace where we host all of this, I, I we have the we own the domain fumblingaround.com. So we could have like dude questions at fumblingaround.com. How effing cool that would that so be? Professional. Questions? Do you like that? Yeah. Questions at questions at we can think of an even better word yeah. than that. Yeah. Maybe if I think of it, I'll throw that <laughs> in right now. So like So it sounds like you're saying them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, for real, though, come check us out. You can email us at. That's enough time. Yeah. That's you put that right time. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have been Matt Penridge. And I have been Andy Reid. And this has been Fumbling Around. Fumbling around.